I also, and this might be oversharing, but sometimes on long hikes, I use it instead of toilet paper. Okay, we're, we're just gonna we'll just no, we'll I, just I, edit that right out of, of the final podcast. This is the Dear Bob and Sue podcast, our stories of adventures and misadventures as we travel to all the U.S. national parks and other public lands. I'm Matt Smith. And I'm Karen Smith. We are the authors of the Dear Bob and Sue series of books. The season of magic is almost upon us. I know. It's pumpkin pie and stuffing season, right? (laughs) No, I was actually referring to the holiday season. And today we have a special gift guide bonus episode. If you're anything like us, it's hard to find the perfect gifts for your friends and family during the holidays. So this week, we're talking about our favorite outdoor gear, things that would make great holiday gifts for your loved ones or maybe just for yourself. Now, we've put links to all of these items on our blog at www.mattandkaren.com. Some of the links go to Amazon where you can purchase the items, and we earn a small fee when you use those links. So if you want to help support this podcast, use those links on our blog. We'd really appreciate it. Yes, we would. So there you go. We hope you enjoy this holiday extra. Ho, ho, ho. I am excited about this bonus episode, our gift gear guide. Seems like we've been waiting a long time to do this one. You sound excited. (laughs) (laughs) Glad you're excited. Well, we get so many questions throughout the year about gear that we use and gear that we love. And we decided to hold off and do this bonus episode in November because people are always looking for gifts, right? Yeah, gift ideas are pretty hard to come up with. Well, yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I never have trouble getting, Wait a second. coming up with gift ideas mm-hmm. for you. Right. Like the uh, portable toilet that you got me for Valentine's best, Day, which. <laughs> best gift ever. Well, according to. <laughs> <laughs> How about the chipmunk rowing the canoe? The stuffed chipmunk in the birch bark canoe. I think that was more of a gift for you. (laughs) Well, no. That was actually tough to come up with because I had the choice between that and then there was a double squirrel. So there's a little canoe with two squirrels in it, but the squirrel in front kind of looked – had a concerned look on his face, like <laughs> like maybe he he was staring down a, a truck coming at him. I was, I was a, little, a, little, a little concerned that maybe he was roadkill, so I didn't go with that. Thank but, you. But Thank hey, you for yeah, not I, going the, with that. I think the pelt store has a fresh batch of, of rodent accessories. So let's just say if you have trouble coming up with um, an appropriate gift for someone in your family or a friend, like like Matt does, we hope you'll find some inspiration on this following list of items we're going to talk about. Now, we'll also post the gift guide and all of this information on our blog. That's www.mattandkaren.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's not even talk about why we have five different <laughs> websites. It's, we got DearBobAndSue.com, yeah, we, the DearBobAndSuePodcast.com. We don't know what we're doing with our web strategy, <laughs> but this will be on MattAndKaren.com. And 
We should also mention that we are not sponsored by the companies of these products that we're going to talk about. Or We wish we were. <laughs> or, or anyone for that matter. That's right. <laughs> Although I think they are running some ads on our podcasts, McDonald's and Starbucks. And we even heard an ad for a truck pull <laughs> once. But we will say that on the post that's on mattandkaren.com, there will be links to these products. And for the links to Amazon, if you buy one of these products on Amazon, we do have an affiliate account with them, which means that we get a small percentage of the sales that go through Amazon.com. So that's important because that's a new rule that you have to disclose. The way that works is the customer does not pay any more for the product. It's Amazon that pays us a very tiny percentage out of Amazon's profit. So if you do go through our links, you're actually helping us make some money so that we can continue bringing you these podcasts, which we love doing. Yeah, and that's just a, a good way. We appreciate it. It's a good way to help support this cause. Mm -hmm. All right, so we should jump right into the list. Uh, there's no particular order to this, although we thought we'd start out with some of the things that you would need for a good old-fashioned road trip. Oh, that's right. And of course, the first thing you're going to need is, well, other than a destination. And, uh, and a, a car. <laughs> and, and a car. You'll need a map. And you love these big red, we always call them big red maps. You, you love looking at those and thinking about all the places we're going to go. So Delorme is mm -hmm. the company that we use, and you can get these on Amazon, and they are by state. Right. We have a whole pile of them on our bookshelf. We probably have a dozen different states. They're big. They're very comprehensive. The map books run around, I don't know, what, 15 to $20. Yeah, depending on the state. Some, mm -hmm. some of the states are bigger, so the, mm -hmm. the, the price varies. And for all of the prices we talk about today, these change. They, these can change by the minute. Amazon has sales or these companies might have sales, and so the prices go up and down. So they're about 15 to 25 bucks. One of the most fun things about a road trip is planning the road trip. So we get out those big red map books when we have a destination in mind and we look at all the places we're going to travel through and everything that's around that destination so we don't miss anything. We've actually discovered a lot of places just from those red map books. Yeah. And they even have some trails marked on them mm -hmm. and, and other things. We always load up the truck and I put the red map books in the map pocket right behind your seat. Mm -hmm. And even though we've been traveling together for what now, 72 years, <laughs> <laughs> we're five minutes into each road trip. You ask, well, where's, where's the red map book no. like, where I put it every time for every trip ever. It's almost more important than the box of cheese that's on a road trip. Mm, I don't know about that. So next up, we're going to talk about a piece. I don't know if you'd actually call it luggage, but the Patagonia Black Hole Duffel is a duffel bag that we take on all of our trips. These duffel bags come in different sizes. Uh, Matt, I think you have the one that's slightly larger than mine. Yeah, and we agonized forever about what size of duffel to get. And and they're not inexpensive, but they, they're high quality and they last forever. And I will just say that it doesn't really matter what size you get because you're going to get two or three of them. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> so right. I think I have maybe the 40-liter one that's mm -hmm. th that I use for like a one night overnight. And yeah, we have various sizes and we've given these as gifts and they're always well 
appreciate it. That's right. We've given one to our son and our son-in-law because you can take them anywhere. Whether you're going on a business trip or a road trip or you're going camping, they're made out of this really durable ripstop fabric that you can sponge down if it gets dirty. And as Matt mentioned, they come in different sizes from a weekend to if you're going for 10 days up to Alaska, they have a size for you. And they range uh, from about $140 to $180. Mm-hmm. And again, sometimes these things go on sale. Sure. Um, so like I said, they're, they're not super inexpensive, but they'll last forever. Right. And one more thing to note, they come in different colors in addition to the different sizes. Also, some of them, depending on the size you get, have backpack straps so you can carry them on your back. And some of them also have a shoulder strap. So there are all kinds of different configurations. We absolutely love these Patagonia black hole duffels. The other thing that you absolutely have to have for a road trip is a little tiny tripod for your cell phone. (laughs) Because you're going to have to stop at every park sign, whether it's a national monument or national park or county park, state park. you got to take your picture in front of a sign. Of course you do. You don't go anywhere without your little (laughs) tripod. Well, that's right, because we used to balance our camera on a cracker box, and that did not work very well. (laughs) And all of our park sign photos are hideous because of that. (laughs) Well, some other reasons too, but mostly because we're trying to balance it on shit that's in our car. (laughs) We're also wearing clothes in those park signs from... 10, 12 years ago that we're actually I have on right now as I'm recording this podcast. But the cell phone tripod, they're, they're inexpensive. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them in lots of places. They're about 17 bucks. Yeah. I found a specific one I love. And again, we'll post the link to it. But what I love about it, it has these flexible legs that you can wrap around anything. So if you don't want to set it on the ground to take your park sign photo and there's a post nearby or a tree branch, you can wrap the one of the legs around it so you can use it anywhere. Right. They weigh nothing. So they, they right. don't add weight to your pack. And the other thing I love about this one, it has a little remote control so you can set your phone on the tripod and then you can run. Well, actually, you don't even have to run anymore because it has the remote <laughs> control we're used to running. But you, but... you run anyway, which, yeah. is, which is weird. But I, I... <laughs> You go and stand and you can click as many as you want. Also, this little tripod, it has a swivel so you can take your photo as a portrait or a landscape, and it's just amazing what it does. It's a great gift, or buy it for yourself, and and you will love it. Of course, if you're going on a road trip, you need something to hold your drink. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to say coffee for right now. Your coffee, your coffee. (laughs) And so so what we use for our coffee... (laughs) Is my Yeti wine tumbler. (laughs) Your your Yeti wine tumbler. And these things are just fantastic. Great insulation to keep your coffee hot. (laughs) Or if you're not in the car driving, to keep your wine cold at a campsite or wherever you might be parked along the side of the road. But it is great. I love my Yeti wine tumbler. The thing I will say is you also need to buy the lid if you tend to spill, which... Spill your coffee? Because you don't want to spill your coffee in the truck. Right. So I think the Yeti wine tumbler runs about 20, 25 bucks, but then you need to buy the new mag slider lid that they've made for it, which is another $10. And that's a really good investment to keep keep any of your beverages from spilling. And while we're on the topic, I'll just add that I love my Yeti Rambler. It's a 14-ounce cup. With a handle. 
It has a handle. Mm-hmm. It's it's about twenty five bucks, and it comes with the lid. Right. And so so I like that. But on this topic, and we'll put several links to these things. Any Yeti or Hydro Flask cup, if you will, tumbler, mm-hmm. they're fantastic. I probably have honestly five or six different kinds. I love my Hydro Flask. Also, I've put ice and water in my Hydro Flask tumbler and left it on a counter for three days. And when I come back, there's still ice in it. So anyway, we'll put some links to the various ones we like on the mattandkaren.com website. Now, my absolute favorite gift idea <laughs> ever. <laughs> you love this one. <laughs> is, okay, so I'm, I get more excited about this than probably I should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But you get a Nalgene bottle, these Nalgene water bottles. You can get the 16-ounce or the 32. We use both. Sometimes when we go on longer hikes, we take a couple 32s. I like the 16-ounce size because they go in the my backpack water pocket on the side. They're cheap. They're from anywhere from 10 to 15 bucks. But then you, as a gift, you take it and you fill it with something. So you can fill it with a bandana, which is, you know, that's part of the gift, or peanut M&Ms or Cheez-Its, whatever. But anyway, it's it's an inexpensive and it's a great useful gift. And the thing is, I used to think when we started using these Nalgene bottles, we got one and we thought, okay, I got my water bottle. I never need another water bottle ever. But we now have maybe 10 of them. Oh, at least. Right, because you leave water in it. You Mm -hmm. leave it in your backpack. You forget. Two weeks later, you got to wash it, but then now you're ready for a hike. So it's great to have a few of these around, and they're inexpensive. They are. And as Matt said, they come in different sizes. And sometimes you need, if you're going on a quick hike, you might want a smaller one. If you're going on all-day hikes, you might want a couple of big ones. So you definitely need more than one Nalgene bottle. Right. So now moving on, we'll talk about some clothing mm-hmm, options. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about socks. And well, yeah, because socks are always a great stocking stuffer, right? Who doesn't well, need and love socks? <laughs> it's a little ironic to put <laughs> socks inside a Christmas stocking. But mm-hmm. anyway, my favorite, our favorite brand is Darn Tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are wool socks and they last forever. Well, they do. And if they don't last forever, the thing I love about these is they are – made by a local company in Vermont, and they have a lifetime guarantee. So if your darn tough socks eventually should wear a hole in them, you can send them back and they'll replace them to you for free, which I think is wonderful. Right. So they're around 20 to 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. And of course, sometimes they go on sale. So that, that's not inexpensive. But again, they last. I think that it's actually a good value because they last so long. And I And this is the only brand of socks I wear when we hike. Right. And they do have lots of really fun patterns, and they also have different styles as far as, you know, a low cut, a higher cut. So you'll be able to find one for that person on your list. Another fun gift is a beanie, just a simple beanie. And and again, I have several of these because, you know, sometimes you wear them on hikes, they get sweaty and you haven't washed it yet. But now you're going on a hike again, you need a clean one. So people can always use a lot of beanies. Personally, I like the Carhartt ones. And they're inexpensive, 10 to 25 bucks, depending uh-huh. on, on the brand. But uh, yeah, they're, they're great to have for hikes. You know why I wear beanies? No. Not necessarily to keep my head warm, but for bad hair days, which is never a bad hair day oh, yeah. if, if you have a beanie. That's right. It's amazing what you can hide under a beanie and still look cute while you're doing it. In the jacket category, this is another product I get probably more excited about than I should. Uh-huh. The Patagonia 
Houdini jacket. You wear yours all the I, time. All the time. Mm-hmm. It's about 100 bucks. It's paper thin. It's surprisingly warm, and it weighs nothing. It packs down. And so I always have one in my backpack just in case we get to, you know, you get up at elevation, and all of a sudden it's colder than you thought. And it's great to have. And, again, just weighs nothing, packs down very very small. Well, yeah, the cute thing about it is it pa- And it's cute. <laughs> well, yeah, it's what's super cute is that there's a chest pocket that with a zipper and it packs down into this chest pocket and zips up. So, it's about the size of what like a pork chop or something. <laughs> okay. All right. I I would not have described it as super cute and I <laughs> Are you hungry? <laughs> do you? Do we need to stop and, and have lunch? Yeah. Because I've, been, I've never thought been... of my Houdini as a pork chop. <laughs> maybe, maybe now I will. Hmm. Anyway, when Matt said lightweight, I have one too, and it's very lightweight. It's a windbreaker right, is what yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great, great gift. Now, another thing Patagonia makes is a nano puff jacket, mm-hmm. and, and you, you love these. Now, they come in all different kinds, like zipper front or pullover or half zip or hoodie. There's variations to mm-hmm. it. These nano puffs are lightweight but warm. And so when we go backpacking and we're trying to shove as much stuff in our backpacks as we can, but still keep the weight down, I always choose my nano puff because I can squish it down into almost nothing. You know, but it's warm. Yeah. And you know what I like about it? What? Is when you pack it down, it's the size of a rump roast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop. <laughs> Wouldn't you say maybe a rump roast for, for like a family of four? A, a family of four rump roast. Or a meatloaf. Or a meatloaf, yes. Okay, this is going not the way we planned it. We got to get back to the notes. The thing I will say about the Nano Puff and really most of the Patagonia products, they're made so well that they last forever. So my original Nano Puff is 10 years old and it's black and I have worn it thousands of times, but I would like a new one <laughs> just because I'm tired of having a black one. So I I just bought a gray one with a hood. So I'm excited to start wearing that. But yeah, they come in all colors, all sizes, and it is a fantastic gift. This next item uh, is kind of a generic. We don't have a brand recommendation, but a, a pair of light gloves. And they're not super cheap. They're 30 to 50 bucks. And you think, well, do I really need a pair of light gloves? I've got, you know, winter gloves that are heavy. And I'm, and there's so many times I wear these light gloves probably more than any other of my gloves just because you're out hiking and it's a little bit cold. And now they're starting to make them where the fingertips allow you to use a phone mm-hmm. so you don't have to take them off. Right. Anyway, we'll put a link to a pair on the website. It's just a great general gift idea for people who do outdoor stuff. Well, sure. And the other thing, too, we found we use them all the time when we run into rocky cliff edges. There's, right. There have been many hikes this summer where we had to scramble up rocks, and those gloves help tremendously on rocks or tree branches or anything that you have to grab with your hands. So it, it is a great thing to have in your pack always. Yeah. And, you know, another thing we should mention that we use all the time is indispensable everyone needs two or three of are just bandanas. Oh, yes. And they're, they can be super cheap. I mean, on Amazon, you can find a pack of 20 for 17 bucks, or, or you can get one with Smokey on it for, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe more, 10 or 15 bucks. Uh, you do get what you pay for there. But we use them all the time. You, you, you always need them for one reason or the other when you're out hiking. Well, sure. We've been 
on many hikes where it's been so hot and when we've either found a water source or used water from our Nalgene to wet the bandana and put it around the back of our neck. And it literally has been a lifesaver. I also, and this might be oversharing, but sometimes on long hikes, I've Use it instead of toilet paper. Okay, we're just, we're just gonna we'll just we'll just edit that right out of, of the talking, final podcast. I'm just talking about pee, not poop. Yeah, okay. I, okay. <laughs> so a multitude of uses. Get it for out that of your bandana. system. <laughs> We're going to change categories completely, <laughs> get off the rump roast and the, the toilet paper <laughs> topics. And we're going to talk about some electronic gifts. A couple of these that I found this year are just indispensable. The Gaia app, G-A-I-A, and we'll put a link to it. Now, this is an app that essentially uses your cell phone's GPS to track where you're at. And you can sign up. I, th- I think it costs maybe $20 for a year. And I think that's the basic. It's, it's maybe 40 bucks for the premium. But what's great about this is you can download maps to your phone. And it's super easy to use. I don't use apps because I'm frustrated if it takes more than two clicks to do anything. And I use this all the time. Super easy to use. But if you're home, and let's say we're going to do this hike today, and we know that we're not going to have cell coverage there, I can download the map for that hike. And then when we're there, the app has the map in the phone and it can still track where we're at. Mm-hmm. And so this has saved us many times when the trail isn't super clear. We can always track where we're at and get back to the trail or back to the car if we're totally lost. Yeah. This year alone, it has saved our life several times when we would have been lost in the wilderness without it. So it is worth 20 bucks. It's worth a hundred bucks. We can't say enough about this app. Another software that we use a lot is AllTrails, AllTrails.com. And so they have a they have an online version that you can use from a laptop or desktop or whatever. And it's, it's about, I think, 30 bucks for a year. Mm-hmm. I think they m- might have a $60 for three year. And we use it for research. Right. So we're going to an area. We're not totally sure what are the good hikes there. Or we have five different trails that we want to hike, and then we can kind of go out there and compare. One of the things I like about all trails is uh, the users leave a lot of reviews. Mm -hmm. And so they give you a lot of good information. And sometimes you'll go out there and, and somebody will post, I did this trail three days ago, and this is what I found. Right. And those user reviews... You can get all the latest info, whether there's a tree down and the road is inaccessible. For up-to-date information, you can't beat all trails. Another app that I use, which is the closest thing I would say to magic is that I've ever seen on, a, on an app, and it only costs, I think, $5 one time, is Peak Finder. Oh, that's such a great app. So I have it on my phone, and when, when you're out, you hold your phone up. And you start this app and it just it instantly shows an outline of all of the mountains that you're looking at and then it labels them. It Mm -hmm. tells you what they are. It is magic. It is magic. I can't tell you how many times we've been hiking with John and Lolly. They have the app as well. And Matt and I will look back and all of a sudden they've stopped on the trail and they're holding up their phones. And we know exactly what they're doing. They're, they've pulled up their Peak Finder app to see what mountains we're looking at. So it's pretty incredible. 
It has a bunch of other functions that I, I don't know how to use, but it tells you the angle of the sun. You can also overlay your camera. So what your camera is seeing and then overlay the outline. So you could actually take a photo and then later in the photo, you see the outlines and the labels of the mountains. So Peak Finder, five bucks, it's mm-hmm. well worth it. Let's move on and talk about critters. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about critters. Oh, so like the stuffed critters, like the no. chipmunk rowing uh, uh, the canoe? Bigger critters, bigger critters that you might need to protect yourself from. The first thing we're going to talk about is bear spray, which seems like we've talked a lot about that this year. Yeah. And it is important. I know we joke a, a lot about it, but it is important if you're in bear country to have this with you. You might never, ever use it, but boy, if you ever need it, you're going to be glad you have it. And and they're not super expensive, 35 to 50 bucks. You can get them on Amazon. We've also found them several times in two packs at Costco. Right, which is a great deal because I think it was two for 40. But it's a wonderful present for someone that you want to protect. For instance, our son has been spending time in Montana. And the first thing we gave him as he drove off was bear spray. So it's a great gift for anyone who is spending any time outdoors in any of the states where there are bears, black bears and grizzlies. Just one thing to say, though, if for some reason you are loading up all your gifts and getting on a plane to go see your family for the holidays, you cannot take bear spray on an airplane. Right. The next thing on our list, which might kind of seem like an odd gift, but it's a bear canister. It is plastic... Well, heavy-duty plastic. Yeah, so it's like a really, really big coffee can with a screw-on lid. We Sometimes we call it a bear vault. Mm-hmm. I think that's the actually brand name of, of the one we use. It costs 70 bucks. Here's what happens. You decide to go backpacking in a certain area, and doing your research, you find out a week or two before that it is a requirement that you have a bear canister when you go into that area. So for instance, Olympic National Park. If you backpack in Olympic National Park, it is required that you have a bear canister. So what you do is uh, a week before your backpacking trip, you scramble around, try to find one. Everyone's out of them. So if you have somebody on your list who does a lot of backpacking, this is a great thing to just save them the hassle of having to try to find one. It is. And what I would do if I were gifting this is I would fill it with some freeze-dried meals <laughs> because that's what you would put in your bear vault. And there's all kinds of meals and, and freeze-dried desserts. So you could make it really fun and put some food in it as well. Yeah, or you could just fill it up with pork chops. <laughs> I think they would go bad. <laughs> I don't particularly like carrying these things because they're bulky. Yeah. Now, if it's required, you do. And they also weigh about two to two and a half pounds. There's a small one and there's a larger one. They're just a hassle. However, there is an alternative. If you're not required to take a bear canister, but you still don't want critters getting to your food, there's a rat sack. I just love that name, rat sack. <clears throat> and I would the, buy it for the name. And the rat sack is it's a sack made out of chain mail. So it's steel. So you put your food in it and the critters can't chew through it. Now it has a Velcro top, which I thought, okay, though well, that's, you know, the critters are gonna go right through that. Mm-hmm. It is bear-proof Velcro. It's crazy. It's almost human-proof Velcro. (laughs) For a while, I thought, well, they've sewn this one shut. That's right. You You need to be going to the gym to be able to open that Velcro. Which is a good thing. (laughs) And and another great thing about it is it has a little steel grommet in the corner. So what I do is I take a carabiner, 
about a 30-foot length of nylon rope, and then I can attach that to the rope and throw it over a branch. Mm -hmm. And so I can put it up in the air. But critters cannot get into the rat sack. And they're inexpensive. They're anywhere from 33 to 48 bucks, depending on the size. I will tell you this on the size. The small one holds as much as a bear canister. The small one's huge. So you don't have to get a really big one. Right. And for those of you who hike a lot and backpack, you know how annoying those critters can be. When we went to the enchantments, we set down our packs at camp for five minutes, and our friend Aya had um, some trail mix inside her outside pocket, and a squirrel literally ate through her backpack to get to those nuts in five minutes. So this is such a great gift, and it's worth every cent to be able to protect your food and your packs. And something to remember, it's not odor-proof. So they still, if you let's say you have it in your pack, they still might chew through your pack to get at it. So what we what I do when we get to the campsite, I take it out, and and then of course you can just leave it out because you mm-hmm. know, the critters can't chew through it. Now, so one variation of this, there's also the ursac, U R S A C K, and John and Lolly have used this version, kind of same idea. It's a bear proof sack, and they have kind of different sizes too. They're mm-hmm. anywhere from like ninety to a hundred bucks. So those are a couple of good alternatives to bear canisters. Right. And we'll put links to all that up as well. Now, our next category might be my favorite (laughs) because what could be a better gift for the outdoor person than a book called Dear Bob and Sue? I've heard of that. (laughs) I heard it's a really good book. And, and you know, there's, there's a series of them. That's right. There's, uh, there's Dear Bob and Sue, and then there's season two and season three. And then I hear they also wrote this other book called Dory's Host. So that, that uh, they're wh- all fantastic. Whoever wrote those, is, they're really talented, funny people. And there's several, several books to choose from. Mm-hmm. So they're sold on Amazon. Now, Amazon adjusts the prices of our books. Occasionally, but they're anywhere from, I don't know, 14 to 15, 16 bucks. Right. What I would do, <laughs> yeah. I would buy all of them <laughs> as a gift. And then one of the other things we're going to talk about is the National Park Passport book, which in Dear Bob and Sue, as we journeyed to all the national parks, we talked about how we had our passport book and we got the stamp at every single park, the passport stamp. So what would be a better gift than giving them all of our books with one of these passport books? <laughs> or you could buy one million copies <laughs> of Dear Bob and Sue, That's give them e- to all your friends. and <laughs> That's even better. They'll <laughs> be on an island in the Bahamas. <laughs> no, we're podca- no, we would we would keep doing episodes. I just From thought, our island in the Bahamas. <laughs> our sound effects would be much better. <laughs> be the sound of waves crashing on the beach. <laughs> but seriously... So the Passport book is a great gift. It's only $10. It's so much fun. I originally made fun of Matt because I thought it was for kids. It's not for kids. It's for everybody. That's not the only thing you've made fun of. Well, okay. Well, we can't go into all that right now. We don't have enough time. That's another episode. Now, these Passport books are sold at all of the Park Visitor Centers They're also sold online, and we'll put the link. But one word of warning. Yeah, for some reason, on Amazon, it's usually listed at maybe $20 to $25. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same book that you can get, I think, at at 
Eastern Nationals website, and Eastern National is the organization that publishes this book for ten bucks. And of course, you can get them for ten bucks at the visitor center, and that's every national park service unit. Right, <clears throat> not just the national parks, but every single one. Right. Now, if you want to add more onto this fabulous gift for someone who wants to go to all the parks, you could also purchase an annual park pass for them, and you can do that online. It costs eighty dollars. Now, it's $80 for a year, unless the person you're buying it for happens to be a senior, 62 or older, and then it's $80 for the rest of their life, which is an incredible deal. Yeah, that's a great thing. And we'll put a link to where you can do that online. Mm -hmm. I'd suggest doing it earlier so that I don't know what the process is if they send you something physical in the mail or, mm -hmm. or it's electronic. Anyway, you might, might want to do that before the holidays, so you give yourself a little time. That's right. And the other thing, too, we've mentioned this before, but if you buy someone this park pass, which gets them into all the parks for a year, it's good for their entire car load. So, for instance, if you're buying this for your brother, it would get his family in as well as long as they're in the same car. So it's not one pass per person. It's one pass per car, which is a fantastic deal. And what could be a better gift than a year in all the parks? This next item, we're going to make a specific brand recommendation on this because we found one that we really like. These are micro spikes. And it's a device that you put on your hiking boots when you're hiking on ice, maybe a little bit of snow. So the the snow's not deep enough where you need snowshoes, but there's also some treacherous spots. And this particular microspike is our favorite of all the kinds we've tried, and it's Catula. I don't know if I'm saying that right. We'll put a link to them. They're about 70 bucks. And the, one of the reasons I like them so much, it's the only brand that I've tried where they're easy to get on and off. Which is huge. It is huge mm -hmm. because you're always, always doing this when it's mm -hmm. cold. You're outside, it's freezing cold, you're, you're trying to get these things on. And whatever rubber they're using is stays flexible when it's cold and, mm -hmm. and you get them on and off uh, great. And they, they stay on. They, we've they, never had any kind of problems with them. They are fantastic. I actually love these so much more than I thought I would when you bought me that pair. We use them all the time because sometimes there's not enough snow to snowshoe, but we still want to go hiking. So we put those on our feet and tromp off. And yeah, it keeps you from slipping and sliding. And you don't even know you're wearing them because they're so lightweight. So this is a fantastic gift. One of the 10 essentials that you should always have with you when you hike is sunglasses. And of course, over the years, we've had hundreds of pairs, expensive ones, cheap ones. And the ones I love the most are these 3M. They're safety glasses <laughs> that are sunglasses. There's UV protection. First of all, they're super lightweight. They're mm -hmm. very comfortable. And you can get a pack of four for 17 bucks. I know. It's an incredibly good deal. I get mine at Home Depot, <laughs> but you can also get them on Amazon. And what's great about them is we all lose sunglasses. And years and years ago, I had a really nice pair of sunglasses, and I thought, I am going to splurge and get exactly what I want. I think these were $100 sunglasses. And about a month into owning them, 
I think they fell off my head and then I stepped on them Mm -hmm. and they were in a million pieces. And so ever since then, I've never bought expensive sunglasses. And and these are fantastic. Right. They're indestructible. They're cheap. If you lose them or break them, you don't care. So it's a great gift or just buy it for yourself. Moving on to food-related items. Oh, uh, love that. Yeah. So, <laughs> Are we talking about pork chops no, and No, well, and you have your, your beer canister full of pork chops, <laughs> but you need to be able to cook those pork chops. Right. <laughs> so we use a jet boil, and we love our jet boil when we're backpacking. We use the Flash model, and it's about 110 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't come with fuel, but essentially what a jet boil does is it boils water. Now, you can cook in it, so you could do, let's say, macaroni and cheese inside it, but then it kind of creates a mess, and then you got to clean out the inside. But it's essentially a titanium cup that's about four cups size, but you're going to only boil up to two cups of water in it. Mm -hmm. And you buy a little uh, canister of fuel that it attaches to it. I always use the 100-gram fuel canisters, the smallest one, which those cost – maybe $6 at any outdoor store, those 100-gram fuel canisters will burn for an hour. So people always ask, how many of these canisters do I need to take on a backpacking trip? It takes about a minute and a half to three minutes to boil two cups of water. Which is pretty amazing. It's fast. Yeah, so two cups of water, that's two cups of coffee for us in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's also about how much these uh, freeze-dried food packets take. And so you can think of, you know, you can kind of calculate how many times you're going to make coffee, how many times you're going to make freeze-dried meals, and that's how many minutes of fuel. And so Mm -hmm. one of those small canisters lasts quite a while. That's right. And even if you're not into backpacking, we have friends, Craig and Aya, who when we go on day hikes with them, they bring their jet boil. And when we stop for a break, they'll get it out, fire it up, and they'll make tea or coffee. And and as we're sitting there eating our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, they're having to feast over there with their jet boil. So it's a great thing to take on a day hike as well. The whole setup is not very big and it doesn't weigh a lot. So you can put it in your your day pack and take it with you. And it is sometimes it's good, especially in the winter, to have something warm for lunch. Now, one problem I had for a long time was how much fuel is left in my little canister. You can't really tell. Mm-hmm. And then I'd always take an extra with me, which is extra weight and extra room. And so what I found is Jet Boil makes this is a great thing, a little tiny scale. That is battery operated. So you screw your fuel onto this little scale and you just hold it up and it tells you what percentage is left in that canister. That's genius. It is genius. And you can throw that thing in your pack. It, it costs about 20 bucks. That's a great way of keeping track of your fuel. Sometimes when we aren't backpacking, but like car camping, we're at a, a campsite and we're able to take more stuff with us. Another great way to cook Food is on a camp stove. Mm-hmm. One of the problems with your camping equipment is it takes up a bunch of room. I found this single burner camp stove that is fantastic because it packs down to just a little tiny briefcase. <laughs> and I know it's nice to have the double burners at, at a campsite and all that, but a lot of times you just need a single burner. It's amazing the things you've whipped up on that. Last time we were camping, I remember for breakfast there was bacon and eggs. And yeah. I love that little camp stove. And I also love that you're the one who's doing the cooking. <laughs> yeah. 
So if you have, let's say you have a bear vault full of pork chops, <laughs> you could cook pork chops on this. Mm. I'll put a link to one because the one I use is dual fuel. So it uses both butane and the regular camp propane. And I'll put a link to that particular one. Some of these single burners only use propane. So moving on, let's talk about water, drinking water specifically. A lot of times on a long day hike, we try to limit the amount of water that we're carrying in our packs because it can get so incredibly heavy. So there are a couple of things that you can buy to filter your water along the way. One of the things that, and I think this is just a great thing to have in your house for emergency reasons or or just throw it in your pack, is a life straw. They cost about 18 bucks. They weigh nothing. And essentially what it is, this tube that at one end you would suck through and on the other end you would put in a water source. So you could you could bend down and, and put it into the creek. And as you're sucking through and pulling the water through the filter, it's filtering out all the impurities. Mm-hmm. And so this is a good thing to have just for emergencies. They also make a version that fits inside a Nalgene bottle. So it, it kind of screws in. I don't know what the price of that one is, but we'll put a link to it. And then you just fill up your Nalgene bottle, screw the lid on, and then as you're, again, sucking through the straw, it's filtering the water. So those mm-hmm. Life Straw products are are really fantastic. And, and the great thing is they just weigh nothing. Right. Now, another item that we have – and talk about magic. It is this magic. is truly magic. We don't even know if it works. But I know, <laughs> but so far we haven't gotten sick. And this would be our Steri Pen. Yeah. Yeah. So it costs around $110 and it's rechargeable. Yeah, there's a rechargeable model. That's the more expensive one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they still make it, but they used to make one that was that was battery operated mm-hmm. and that's less expensive. Of course, then you have to make sure that your batteries are gonna last for the trip and bring extra batteries. I like having the rechargeable one. Mm-hmm. So basically what it is, is you fill up your Nalgene bottle with creek water, river water, whatever your water source is, and then you turn on literally what looks like a magic wand that lights up and you stir your water with it it's for- It's like a little, little tiny light, a, lightsaber. Yeah, for like, what, 90 seconds you it, stir? It depends on how much water you're purifying. So it has mm-hmm. a one liter setting and a half liter setting, which mm-hmm. is essentially 16 ounces and 32 ounces. Mm-hmm. Now, the science behind the magic is, I know you told me this. It keeps organisms from reproducing. Is that what it is? Well, it doesn't say that it kills them. It says it inactivates them. And if you read the fine print, the way it inactivates the pathogens is it modifies their DNA so they can't reproduce, which just makes me feel so great. Right, uh, like, right. like it didn't kill them. I'm a little concerned that maybe it modifies the DNA and they still reproduce inside you. Anyway, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that because no. it's perfectly fine. We've never gotten sick. Now, one thing you do want to do if you're going to just use a SteriPan, and we've done a couple of backpack trips where this is our only form of water purification. Mm-hmm. I take a little screen with me. So when I'm putting the water in the Nalgene, I have this little tiny screen. And actually, the SteriPen company makes one of these screens. So if there's sticks and bugs and leaves and stuff in your water source, it keeps the big stuff from going into your bottle. Mm -hmm. And then after that, then you SteriPen it. And uh, yeah, it's magic. It is magic. We love that. (laughs) Now, staying on the topic of magic, (laughs) (laughs) the other thing that we have found that is magic is 
an electrolyte supplement to your water called Noon. N U U N. And its magic capabilities are it prevents hangovers. <laughs> Well, we think it does, but we take it in our backpack on long, strenuous hikes. Well, when when you're exercising a lot and you're sweating a lot, you're losing not just moisture out of your body, but you're using up electrolytes. And Mm -hmm. so you want to replace those. It also helps me a lot preventing leg cramps at night. Mm -hmm. And it comes in a small tube-like canister. I think there are how many in there? Maybe 10 or so. Yeah, and different uh, flavors. Right. I think you can get them on Amazon for I think a pack of 4 for 22 bucks. And, right. Um, yeah. It's it's a great stocking stuffer for sure. Now, along the lines of one of the 10 essentials that you should always keep in your backpack is always have a flashlight or in our case we take headlamps. And kind of like sunglasses, you you can go out and buy an expensive headlamp and then you're going to step on it and break it and all these other (laughs) – or lose it, right? We use the Energizer $17 (laughs) headlamps. Again, you can get at Home Depot or other hardware stores or you can get them on Amazon. And the great thing about these is they work every bit as good as the expensive headlamps and – Instead of buying a $100 headlamp, I buy a couple of these because right. I'm going to lose one. Mm-hmm. And I always have a couple with me so that uh, just in case the batteries wear out or I lose lose one. And I think you always carry a couple. That's right. But it's great. You know, it doesn't matter if you're camping in the wilderness or you're just walking from your park lodge down the road. I mean, you always need a headlamp once the sun goes down. And so it's a fantastic gift for anybody who's yeah. on any kind of a road trip. Also... On the list of 10 essentials is a first aid kit. And of course, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of first aid kits available out there. We we try to find one that's small enough to easily fit in our pack. We don't have a recommendation for a specific brand. This is just more of a generic idea. There's all different sizes. I mean, from $20 up. Keep in mind, if you're buying for somebody, it does add weight to the pack. So you're always trying to optimize between a lightweight one that has a few things or, you know, a bigger one that has more stuff in it that they might need, but it's also heavier. So we try to get a a lightweight one for day hikes and, and a little bit bigger one for, let's say, backpacking. Right. And we've actually had to use those before. In fact, sometimes for other people we've encountered on the trail who have fallen and, and could use some Band-Aids. So moving on. So this next item I have to say I resisted this with every fiber in my body, (laughs) but then I found out that it's one of the greatest things that you could ever have. It's something you need, and uh, you have to throw the vanity (laughs) out the window, but if you are in buggy areas, you should carry a head net in your pack with you, and Mm -hmm. it's a fantastic gift because, one – they're inexpensive, anywhere from five to fifteen bucks. They mm-hmm. weigh nothing. Oh yeah, they're tiny. And uh, you know, when you when you need one, you really need one. Right. At least a couple times in the summer, we have to pull those things out. When we just did a hike to Minotaur Lake, and we were going up this very steep slope, the bugs were horrific, and we were sweating and panting, and they the bugs were going in my mouth, they were going in my eyes. So I broke out the head net, and I was so happy to have it. Now, one thing you have to remember with a head net is it really only works if you have a hat on with a brim, mm-hmm. because if you don't have a hat and you put the head net on, it's just laying against your skin, and then so the bugs can get you anyway. And so if you have a baseball cap, 
It's keeping the net away from your face. And then there are other head nets that actually come with a brim built into them. Sure. So you might not know this unless you've had to use one, but the brim is, is, is essential. That's right. Now, another item that we just discovered this year that helps keep the bugs away is the thermocell. This is a device that you put a little chemical pad in it and it warms up and it, it puts out a chemical that keeps mosquitoes away. And it gives you maybe uh, anywhere from a 10 to 15 foot radius of insect free area. And we take this backpacking with us. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting in camp in our little camp chairs and we, and we turn this thing on and it, and it works pretty well. Now there's one, there's a version where you can screw it onto a jet boil fuel uh, or I think any kind of propane fuel that's that's made for those little stoves. And it uses that fuel to warm up. There's also a battery-powered one. So it uses the battery energy to to warm up the thing. And it's not going to give you a huge, let's say, 50-foot radius in a big campsite area, but just kind of a for a person or two or three, gives you a nice little range of, of bug-free zone. It does. And I didn't notice any odor at all. No. Yeah, so that was nice too. Speaking of sitting around the campsite when we're backpacking, one of the things we now carry on every backpacking trip are our little camp chairs. Oh my gosh. I would not go on a backpacking trip without those. I know. And the ones we have are no longer being made, but the ones now, they're about 100 to $110. Mm-hmm. They're lightweight and after a long day of hiking, it is such a luxury to be able to sit in a chair comfortably as opposed to the ground or mm-hmm. a rock. Or, you right. Know, it just allows you to relax. It's a game changer. And folded up in its pouch, I'd say it's about the size of what? A loaf of bread. <laughs> yes. So you, you have that with your rump rust and, and your Right. Pork you chunk. can make some sandwiches. And I think most chairs, they weigh what? A pound or two? They're not very heavy. You'd have to check out the the Mm -hmm. specs. And you can get knockoffs now because they're so popular. The knockoffs are are less expensive. I mean, I think you can find them for around 35 bucks. But Mm -hmm. when we started backpacking, we thought we one more thing in our pack and we're trying to get the weight down and, and kind of running out of room. This is one like I would throw other stuff out. I would do. Or I would throw my camp chair out. Definitely. The other thing that saves our butts on hikes, especially day hikes, would be those thermarest. Yeah, it's it's a little – I think they call them a Z-fold, and it's the size that you use to sit on as opposed to the thermarest one that's full size that you would uh, sleep on. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just a little one. They're like 15 bucks. And that is a game changer because, again, if you're taking a break from a hike – There's logs and rocks and nowhere really comfortable to sit. We have used them when we snowshoe. If the only place to sit is in a pile of snow, you put Mm -hmm. that down, it gives you insulation. And also, if it's wet out, it gives you some protection against moisture. So from having a wet butt. Yeah, from having a wet <laughs> butt. And so and they weigh nothing. And you can yeah. just strap them onto the outside of your pack. Right. That's one thing we never ever go hiking without. Yeah, they're about the size of a Pringles can. <laughs> <laughs> if since we're relating everything to food. 
that is a long list of travel stuff. We have one more thing that is just – I would put this in the category of it's so cool you need to have one. <laughs> now, you could take this uh, on car camping trips or just in your backyard. It's called the Kindle Cracker, and it's this device. So if you're going to split wood – you put a log on top of another log and you swing the axe to, to split the wood, right? Well, this completely turns that process upside down. The Kindle Cracker is like an axe head that's fixed to a device. And then you take the log and you smack it on the Kindle Cracker and it splits wood. So you, you have to have like a a nine-pound maul or something like that to smack the log. But it's so much easier to split wood, plus it's just fun. Now, the, the idea— <laughs> fun for you, Matt. It's fun. No, no you, you like it, too. And we have had friends who've seen it. Everyone who has come over to our house and seen it has been obsessed with it, I have to say. Yeah, it, it is uh-huh. just a fun thing to have. And, and uh, there's a, a medium-sized one and a large one. They're 90 to 120 bucks. The only place I've found them is on Northern Tools. So I'll put a link to that. And it looks like a beautiful handcrafted gift. Yeah. So I think it's a really special gift to give someone as well. Now, what's missing from our list, which we probably get 10, 20 questions a year about, are shoes and hiking boot suggestions. Mm-hmm. And they're the reason we don't put any of those on our list is shoes are just such a personal thing. <laughs> and what works for us might not work for you. I have an example of my absolute favorite hiking boots are a solo. They're Italian-made boots. They last forever. And so I told my friend Phil, I said he needed new hiking boots. I said, you should get these. And, of course, he gets the same model. And they hurt his feet so bad he had to take them back. And that's Mm -hmm. just because his feet are different shape and size than than mine. And so really it's it's hard for us to give recommendations about – shoes and hiking boots because everyone fits differently. That's right. It's also hard for anyone to gift that because you wouldn't know the size or the fit for the person you're giving it to. Of course, you know, you could always do a gift certificate and let them choose themselves. But that's why we are intentionally not talking about hiking boots because it isn't one size fits all. I think we've reached the end of our list. That is the list. Mm -hmm, That's the list. And you know, the great thing about this list is... You don't have to buy any of the stuff for someone else. You can buy it for yourself. Well, you can, or or your spouse. Unfortunately, you have everything on this list, so it doesn't do me any good. Might have to go back to rodent-themed gifts this year. <laughs> I thought we talked about any gifts that involve fur or a face. I thought we'd already ruled those out from now on. Hmm, okay. okay. <laughs> and, all right, all right. and toilets. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I do have to go back to <laughs> – I was going to get you one of those things that you attach to a five-gallon bucket. Gosh. <laughs> you know, cash is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know what I'm getting you this year. <laughs> Do you have a question for our mailbag? If so, you can send us an email to mattandkarensmith at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. Go to facebook.com slash dearbobaness or you can find us on Instagram at mattandkarensmith. The gift guide and all the information from today's episode is posted on our blog. That's www.mattandkaren.com. 
And if you want to give Karen a special holiday gift, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It's Karen's goal to get to 500 reviews by Christmas. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. The best gift ever. Now you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, even if you listen to our show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. The books that this podcast is based on are available on Amazon.com. Just search for Dear Bob and Sue. And you can also find more information about us by heading over to www.dearbobandsue.com. Our show is produced by the very talented team at Puddle Creative in Portland, Oregon. Our artwork is by the designers at Expert Subjects, and our theme music is by Will West. Oh, and Matt, I just realized that we forgot to add that portable toilet you gave me for Valentine's Day to today's gift guide. Something tells me you didn't like the Valentine's Day gift as much as I expected you would. <laughs> oh, is that no? obvious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>